going on, everybody? You are listening to episode 140 of the OKBs podcast, a weekly show where we get together to talk about the biggest topics in video games and culture. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Van Aken, and this week I am joined by Blessing Adelier Jr. What is going on, Bless? Alex Van Aken. Hmm. At any time during this podcast, I might just walk up and leave. Just for okay. those listening, just so they know. Because we're, we record this podcast, as people know, usually on Thursdays. Yes. Uh, and if you remember, Thursday is the day, it, Thursday night is the night that Avengers Endgame premiered. Um, mm. Which means that legit, in a couple hours from now, I'm going to be sitting in my seat with a bucket of popcorn and no water because apparently it's three hours long and Lord knows I'm not taking a water or a pee break. Uh, and so I'm just gonna I'm going in popcorn dry mouth, and we'll see how that goes. There are gonna be like so many dry. choke choking hazards. You're gonna going hear on the, in this movie. That's what you're gonna. That's all you're gonna hear in the movie theater is the, is the sound of, of mouths slapping. Um, <laughs> oh no, that's, that's number disgusting. one. Number two, we we're having this conversation literally right before the podcast, and uh, we decided to start recording because it would be this would be a good conversation to have on the podcast. It's hard for me to talk right now because I injured my gums, and I know you're, what you're thinking. How does one injure their gums? Uh, and I was I was like halfway through the story. I was brushing my teeth. I was doing the old nightly brush. This is like <laughs> last week too. So I've learned that gums are very slow at healing. I was doing the the nightly brush, which is mm. of course, as we were discussing before, the optional one, the one that you don't have to do, but you do out of which is not yourself. optional at all. Listen, you want to treat there's yourself. There's this new wave of new age spiritualism, and with that comes people who only brush their teeth <laughs> once a day, and they say that the nighttime is optional. The nighttime is not optional. Damn, Alex bringing this new energy. Before he was like, dude, I don't even brush in the morning. I've never brushed my teeth. People lie. Nobody, nobody brushes their teeth at the night. In the night. I do. At the night. Every no one night. brushes teeth at the night. <laughs> Yo, you want... All right, let's say you eat like a night a nighttime snack. You have a piece of chocolate before bed. That's, You're see, just going to let it sit and fester? That's the only time. That's why I brush my teeth is because I had uh, my ramen uh, with uh, with egg. And when you have that but in the nighttime... But even still, you brush your teeth in the morning. You eat food all day long and it's going to fester why all are you night brushing, Why are you brushing? Who are you, who are you trying to impress in the night? I guess you're married, so that's a different different occasion because you're breathing i'm not trying to press in but i'm just trying to keep my teeth <laughs> you're in my breathing mouth. in your wife's face during the sleep. <laughs> that actually makes sense me as a single person i'm not trying to impress anybody in the nighttime unless i have plans of going out so i'm not brushing my okay. teeth okay but when I'm you're 50 and your alone. teeth fall out you're gonna be like dang i guess it wasn't optional my teeth or are surprisingly healthy according to my dentist that i saw you know four what, guys? years ago you know what else is surprising how cheap what? you can get toothbrushes from Quip.com. Quip.com backslash OKBeast. Okay 30-day <laughs> offer an code. Actual get, thing. Your first, get your first Quip toothbrush in the mail, courtesy of us. Thank you so much. That is not optional. It's going to be wild one day when we have an actual ad to tell people. That'd be crazy. They're going to be yeah. like, is this another joke? Yeah, like, is this one real <laughs> this time? The last 50 OKBeast okay codes didn't work. I'm just trying to get my mattress. Like, where, where is it? I'm still to- going to Best Buy. <laughs> What was yeah? What are all of the um, commercials we've done? We've done Best Buy for sure. Dot com we, slash Mountain Dew. Did we do a Doctor Pepper? Oh no, it was Mountain Dew, wasn't it? Yeah, Mountain, it was Mountain Dew. What else? Get the Dew. We did, didn't we I do like a Brandon Satan commercial or something like that? Oh, for the Church of Satan. <laughs> I Go to Church like of Satan did. backslash OK Beast um, backslash six 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 during the Year of the Beast to get your free Beast box to get month. your forty percent off your first goat <laughs> <laughs> to sacrifice. <laughs> um, but anyway, I injured my gums because I was doing my my um my optional nightly brush, and as I was brushing, I was doing I was at the part where you brush your tongue. Um, my least favorite part, by the way, I vomit every time. I gag every time. Oh my god, I would do that as a meme. <laughs> no, no one likes that part, dude. Brushing the tongue is great. I don't know what y'all are talking about because you really mm. get the, the taste buds start to get active. 
Uh, that's the best part. But what? At Why am I friends with any of you? <laughs> at the, what at is a certain this? point. So at a certain point, I pull my brush out too far, like on the on the out, outward stroke, um, and I come back in for the inward brush, <laughs> comes and back I in miss, hot. <laughs> and ah. I, I miss, and I just I just nail myself like in my gum, like under my teeth, and legit just blood everywhere. Yeah, so I nailed myself the other night and ended up getting hurt. We were hurt. starting this podcast surprisingly um, sexually. Hmm. Um, but yeah, my gums all week have just been not, not, not great. Apparently gums heal very slowly and you need your gums to talk. In high school, I had a friend who was homeschooled and like he... We How did you know them? <laughs> was it your brother? <laughs> at, my home, at my school. My best friend, Zach, growing up. He had a friend in his neighborhood that he was really close friends with who was a homeschooler. I'm not going to say their name. Then how did they know that person? But through like baseball or something. I don't know, man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so I knew this kid. It was church, wasn't it? All the homeschool kids go to church. I mean, pretty much, yeah. My best friend was homeschooled back in the day. Um, and so this kid got his first girlfriend. Uh, I'm just going gonna, gonna to say his name. It's Paul. Um, Paul got his <laughs> Paul, first girlfriend. And Shoutouts. they were making out. And they were making out so vigorously that um, she cut the connective tissue oh. between his gum and his bottom gum, or his tongue and his bottom gum. You know that, like, what the, f- how the fuck do you do that? Yo, they're getting it in. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you, like, okay, that man had to unhinge his jaw like a snake. And then she had to go, like, four inches inside of his mouth <laughs> to do that. Yeah, she went under the tongue and cut that thing. Oh, man. She sl- sliced it right open with her tongue. Like like, I'm, I'm going into the mouth with my knife. Gotta get some more liquid than normal. <laughs> you, know serious, you know it's serious when you're like tasting parts of people's mouths that you never tasted before? Like, like oh, I didn't even know they had mm, a taste to it. Like, y'all are, that's yo, wild. <laughs> nasty. What? Getting it in. Yeah, yeah. Dang, speaking of nasty. What's nasty? The Mortal Kombat. That was a Mortal Kombat transition. Oh, also, oh, okay. also, Ian is here with us. We are also joined by Ian Prichelle. Yay. Um, I'm legally, I've decided this summer I'm legally um, changing my name to Ian Subtractioye. And then whenever me and Blessing are on a podcast (laughs) together, we can, we can do some fun wordplay with that. That's, that's awesome. That's perfect. Actually, that's actually really, that's actually the best wordplay I've ever heard in my name. That's great. Ian Subtractioye. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me about Mortal Kombat. Tell me about the nasty. Mortal Kombat is excellent. I've only played the story mode, uh, cause the game came out two days ago. Um, I beat it uh, and I've played a couple matches online. I got my, my ass handed to me by Adam Wells. Shout out to Adam Wells. Mm. Um, also curse you Adam Wells for just taking me out. Um, but Mortal Kombat 11 is great. It's basically, if you play Mortal Kombat 9 and Mortal Kombat 10, it's basically that except, um, I, I feel like they polished it around in a few, uh, few areas. The fighting is slower more technical and i've not been able to wrap my head around it it seems more difficult even um but i like the roster uh better which is nice the um i feel mortal kombat 10 they added a lot of new characters like but the new characters were just like younger versions of the older characters or like related versions and so they had like kung lao's cousin and uh jax's daughter and cassie and johnny's daughter uh and uh, i think takashi uh or takita takashi was like scorpions like um uh, uh, mentee or whatever. It was essentially uh-huh. like a lot of like descendants of like old Mortal Kombat characters. In this game, they 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 did a good job of like having a well rounded roster because essentially what they did with the story 
is they decided to make the whole thing about time travel and about like merging the eras of of mortal Kombat, and so yeah you have, i remember like, that trailer where johnny cage fought himself yes and that scene in the story is awesome johnny cage in this game is basically just nathan drake like old johnny cage is basically just nathan drake and young young johnny cage is basically like tom cruise like it's great it's awesome um but yeah like because of that the roster has like a good diversity of characters usually we're not usually but in mortal Kombat 10 uh each character had three variations that you can choose from yeah. Um, and so like essentially each character had three different movesets in this game uh everything is pretty much customizable uh people have their own like we're, we talked about this in, an, in a way earlier episode of okibi's podcast was like how do you keep that balanced and how exactly like what to what extent are you able to like customize characters essentially characters have like a base moveset and then you can add additional moves and characters have slots that you can fill and so like i haven't like driven deep into it enough yet to really like speak to it fully but it seems like characters characters will have like three slots i don't know how many i don't know if you can if you can change that or not but uh from what i saw three slots and then some moves will take up two slots some moves will take up one slot and you can customize that way and then you have gear um that you can like uh, uh, change around for characters that you unlock through doing towers and and playing the game and going into the crypt uh and stuff but as far as the story that's like the main thing i've done so far story is great the best mortal Kombat story so far would you say that somebody who doesn't like fighting games could enjoy this story? Yes. I think somebody who doesn't like fighting games can enjoy the story. I, I feel like know. a lot of times the fighting games, it's like people like play the story and I play the story. And I'm like, it's, it's okay. Like, Most fighting I'm, games have whack stories. That's the thing. Yeah. Like I think Tekken story was fine. Wasn't like great, but it was like fine. But and that's one of the ones where like, I feel like you have to kind of care about Tekken, really care about that story. Yeah. Um, uh, Soul Calibers, I feel like their single player modes were whatever in the last one. Like, I think some people liked them. I didn't really like the Soul Calibur story stuff. Um, Netherrealm is the studio that gets it right every single time. Uh, where, like, the story is essentially cutscene. It's essentially like you're a movie, like a four hour movie that is strung together by fights. Um, and each chapter, you're playing as a different character. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's that character's, like, point of view in the story. Or that, not even point of view, but that character's moment in the story. And so, like, the Mortal Kombat 11 story doesn't really have a, a main character, main character. I think, I, I guess you could say it has, like, multiple, multiple main characters. But really, like, the story is about the whole cast. Okay. Um, and kind of how, like, like the, the premise of it is, like, Kronika, she is, like, the god uh, goddess of time. And she's come through and she's trying to, like, reset things um, okay. for some reason that, like, is explained as you play through the story. Um, that's, my, that's my favorite um, Dr. Dre album. Yeah, no, yeah, the Chronica is, is is great, especially uh 2001. Chronica 2001 is 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 really good. Um but yeah, like this the story is super interesting. I think you do get more out of it if you're familiar with the story in lore of Mortal Kombat, if you kind of know what's going on. But I think even even without that, going in blind, I think you could still understand it and appreciate it because there's a lot of familiar elements. Uh the whole thing of Mortal Kombat is there like there's a bunch of different realms and so you have <clears throat> You have uh, Earth Realm, which is like the realm that we're in, and that's like kind of where the Earthlings are from. You have Outworld, which is essentially just Mad Max world, uh, and like that's where you get characters like Baraka and Shao Kahn, and like think like characters you would see in Mad Max. Those are the characters that you're seeing in Outworld. You have uh, the Nether Realm, which is essentially just hell, and you get like all the demonic characters oh. coming from the Nether Realm. Yeah, and then you have like Adenia, uh, which is like this like I don't even know how to describe. It. It's like this royal. It's, a, it's North. It's North Carolina. It's North Carolina, yeah. Exactly. It's just the state of North Carolina. It's really weird. Uh, and Denny is like where like Katana is from, and it's like royalty, and it's like this cool. Like, this 
kind of has like a regal feel to it. I don't know too much about it, but I remember going there in uh, Mortal Kombat Deception because in Deception you can kind of travel through realms and stuff in that story mode, and it's like, oh snap! Like Adenia seems really cool. Um, but is it like mystical Asia essentially? Where's Sub Zero yeah, from? See that Sub Zero. That's I think Sub Zero might be from Earth Realm. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So Sub Zero. Sub Zero though. He's like he's with the Shirai Ryu, or was it the yeah, yeah, that yeah. Scorpion? No, no. Oh. Scorpion I, might be Shirai Ryu. Lin Kuei, I think, is <clears throat> Sub-Zero. I hope I don't have that mixed around. Um, but they essentially have like their clans that are part of. But there's just like a bunch of different... like. There's a lot of lore in Mortal Kombat. Um, almost to the point where I'm like playing playing this one, I'm like, this is almost getting to level to Metal Gear Solid levels of like backstory and, mm. and not necessarily convolution because I think what it does that uh, Metal Gear Solid doesn't do is that the story stands alone enough where you can play a story and you can like get everything out of it without knowing all the backstory. Knowing the backstory helps it, but like you can understand what's going on. Whereas Metal Gear Solid is very much like, yeah, you had no idea what's going on, who's a clone, who's who, like what time we're in, all that stuff. Um, that said, they do really cool things in the story. Best Mortal Kombat story in a game easily. And um, uh, I forgot what That's was high was praise. Oh, the action in this game especially in the cutscenes, i i don't think there's a studio this this is gonna be a, a tall claim but like see if you can name a game that like makes me like back up from this but like i don't think there's a game studio aside from maybe uh the god of war studio that does action and cutscenes as well as another realm like their action as far as like set pieces and stuff um that you're just like watching not even playing but you're just watching as far as like fight scenes and action scenes it is top tier it is like probably like i would probably give them the crown as far as like putting together action cutscenes. um mm. i don't know if there's any any other any other like developer you can think of that's like up there yeah i guess that maybe maybe metal gear solid 2 because metal gear solid or not metal gear solid 2 but metal gear solid also um uh kojima because metal gear solid 4 had some great action scenes as well but mortal kombat is on another level um but yeah Mortal Kombat's great. It's fun. I want to try it, but I know like every time I pick up one of these fighting games, I get really excited for the first week, and then like I just get pounded to the ground, and I'm like, "All right." <laughs> it's like it's like life, you know. You wake up in the morning, you're like, "Yeah," and then like by nine p.m., you're like, "Nope." Yeah, I, time to sleep. I would say Mortal Kombat Eleven, especially, might not be as accessible. Yeah, uh, I like that's traditionally been yeah. like I pl- I played Mortal Kombat as a kid. And that was always the experience too, but like yeah, but I said it with better I said it with DBC 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 the French version that I downloaded <laughs> online. Um, even like Lit. getting my my butt handed to me in that game is fun because I get to see all the awesome animations, and I feel like fatalities are kind of similar in a similar vein. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm not gonna pick this up. I don't think, even though. Yeah. I want watch, to. I just watch know. the cutscene. If you're not gonna pick it up, watch the cutscenes on okay. uh, YouTube or like wait for a sale and pick it up. I'm, if it goes on sale, I might pick it up. Or yeah, because I think the story mode, mode is worth it. I might even just pick it up on Redbox and try it out and like get like, my I'll sale. Say, like I'll say, like so far, uh, it is one of two stories I've played through this year where I would put in best narrative. Uh, really? Like, I could very yeah, I could very well see this being like my personal like best story of 2019. Whoa. Um, this huh. and another game that we'll talk about even on this episode. I think. Okay, that's like the story a big, is really good, but that's, that's a also, big claim. That's also me as a Mortal Kombat fan going into it and knowing yeah. a lot of the lore uh. of Mortal Kombat and kind of bringing that baggage to it. 
some of the things they do with the that story baggage, game. not a positive thing. It's bringing <laughs> well, <laughs> my emotional trauma from previous Mortal Kombat. Well, bag- baggage is in like, like, because the Mortal Kombat story is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You have like, f- actually, at this point, it's not really even ridiculous. If anymore. I was a fan good, of the movies, if I know like, like, I know who Johnny Cage is. I know who Raiden is. I know who like Scorpion and I, all of those people. Could I appreciate I the story? I think so. I haven't seen the movies in such a long time, so I can't remember what gets touched on or not. Like, I would but, say I'm, um, a more, I'm a Mortal Kombat movie fan more than the game. I think so. Here's the thing. I think if you if you if you know the story of the Mortal Kombat movies, mm-hmm. watch the cutscenes from MK9 and MK10. Okay. Um, because like MK Deception, MK Armageddon, all those stuff really like doesn't matter to this story that much. Like there are small like kind of references here and there. Uh, um, but really like, I think if you, if you understand the movies, if you go into MK nine and get the gist of that story and go into MK 10 and get the gist of that story, then you'll be good to go in MK 11. You'll, you'll understand like 99% of it. And I also, I've heard that Brian Kessinger programmer, I played rainbow six with him on Brian Kessinger programmer programmer (laughs) for me, Alex Van Aken creator talking to blessing also creator. <laughs> I played with Brian on on Siege the other day. Uh, it was before the game came out, but he was talking about either he talked about it this night or I just saw it on his Twitter. One of the two. He's been talking about the t- the uh, tutorial a lot. Yes, and I plan to do that too. Okay. Next episode, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna dive deeper into more of the gameplay elements because as really a sucky fighting game person, I'd be curious like what the tutorial looks like in this. Because I've heard like yeah. it's a, and I've heard like didn't Injustice have a pretty good tutorial as well. I believe so. I, I didn't like play much of the I've too. heard that they've stepped it up on this one though. I don't know. Um, but I want I'm I'm intrigued for sure. Yeah. I've seen some articles talk about the tutorial in MK11. Okay. Uh, I plan to jump into it also because they added some new mechanics that I still haven't like wrapped my mind around. They separated the in the previous Mortal Kombat game, there's a, essentially one meter that kind of controls everything, like your supers okay. and like your uh, X-rays and stuff. In this game, there's like three different meters that you're managing between like there's like an offense meter or a defense meter and then your um breaker or um, whatever it's called not your i forget what it's i forget what it's called but essentially like your what they replaced x-rays with which is fatal blow is what it is uh when your health gets low enough kind of like in tekken yeah uh, you get like a super move which is your fatal blow and you press l2 and r2 and uh, to activate it and it does like a cool like action thing um but those are like the three things now that you're kind of uh managing and I've figured out the offense one. Like that's essentially like your enhanced moves, where you press R one after a super or after a special move, and it enhances that move. Um, the defense one, I haven't haven't figured out. I'm I assume that's tied to some sort of combo breaker, but I have not figured it out. Quick question, aside yes. from Mortal Kombat, but Nether Realm, um, do you still own Injustice too? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. I have mm. on I have on digital. Um, Listen, I'm trying to play. Yeah, I've got like the superhero fever right now. So. Dude, I play, why you is the, that? Why you, <laughs> do you have superhero fever, Alex? Superheroes are cool. Rest in peace, Ian. <laughs> like, oh, I thought he was joking. I thought the robot he had a, for listeners. He had a robot voice, and I thought that was him kidding. But apparently, his Google Hangouts crashed. So, oh, uh, blessing. Tell me about Katana Zero. Katana Zero. So I was talking just now about how one or two narratives that is, that's going to go uh, for me as best narrative. Katana Zero is definitely the other one where I'm like, I can't believe this game is this good. Um, I don't know. I don't have enough good things I can say about Katana Zero. It is essentially, it's a side-scrolling game. 
uh the whole hook of it is it's similar to hotline miami where you're fighting enemies and it's like one hit kills if if somebody hits you one time then it's a do-over on that level yeah um, but most of the enemies are killing with like one hit um and so you're going through and you're trying to like time your attacks perfectly or time your run through a screen perfectly so you can take out your enemies um that's kind of the thing once again it's side scrolling so it's not top down like hotline miami is and you play as like this uh this futuristic samurai in like this like um uh a city that is like corrupted by drugs essentially like a futuristic city that is like um i i'm thinking i'm thinking of like what's the air what's the area in arrow where it's always getting torn down in the season finale of every single season of arrow i don't know you mean, I watch you mean the entire city three. every single there, time there, there's a certain there's <laughs> a certain part of the city trouble. though there's like there's like the rough part of the city in arrow it's like the that, low class neighborhood quickly yeah. kill all the poor people it's the end of the season Legit, the every Kitchen? single season no, new york no that's that's daredevil every single season in arrow there is a part of this like a specific part of the city that's like the poor part of the city it's that where is like demolished. the riot was and where like all the drugs yes. are yes yeah. where the nukes single, were gonna go off yeah every single time just this one part of the city it's like if brooklyn got attacked every year but um uh, i forgot what i was saying oh so essentially the game kind of takes place in like that sort of area of like this futuristic uh city um i don't know what to say about this game it's really cool the narrative is really weird and interesting the yeah. way i've kind of reconciled it in my mind and it's weird explaining it this way but I, it's the only way i can really think of is it's a mixture between like no more heroes and like Metal Gear Solid-ish with, like, how convoluted it is. Well, it's kind of uh, told through, like, dream sequences and therapy sessions. Yes. So, like, yeah, you have, like, a therapist who, who also gives you, like, jobs to, like, Wait, what? Uh, you have a therapist people. that gives you jobs? Your therapist yeah. is also your your handler. Like, your assassination yeah. handler. Oh, your therapist, like, hands you, like, yeah, assassinations to, like, go take out. Yeah. He's um, like, here's... here's <laughs> Here's your antidepressants. Also, yeah. go kill a person. Is that like Pretty much. the conceit? That's, yeah, that's exactly how it is. Actually, that's exactly how, how it is. Is is every boss representative of a different mental illness? No, but like, can you the, kill my ADHD? The whole, I mean, the whole do? game is about like. Actually, I don't want to get into it because I don't know what what is considered spoilers or not. But the I'd whole say game amnesia is, like that. Yeah, it's like there's am, there's amnesia involved. There's yeah. like weird time stuff involved. Essentially, there's a drug called Chronos that uh, you're kind of trying to get to the bro- uh, bottom of. Um, oh, my favorite Dr. Dre album. Yeah, and it's very. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. That is weird, right? A Mortal Kombat has Chronica and this has Kronos. Um, like Cryptocondylite. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it's so it's very Metal Gear Solid esque, as in like you don't really know like what you're trying to like figure out what the backstory is, and there's like a lot of stuff going on as far as like military kind of weird stuff. Um, I say no more heroes because the assassinations also, and then there, there's this whole attitude it has. It's very like rated M as far as like the um, the way they portray like violence and like language and all that stuff. Like they go like pretty ham with like a lot of um, a lot of the game's content. Do they uh, say the f word? I believe they say the f word. I can't, I can't remember can't exactly. Buy it. I just can't. But I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they say the the, the f word. Not they, the n word. I'm pretty sure they say the n word. That's the f word. Um, That's a deleted scene. <laughs> yeah, and the DLC. It's just that. Um, the Download dialogue options are, are really cool. There's so there's a bunch of dialogue options. It's it's pixel art, by the way. I don't know if I said that. Then the pixel art looks great. Um, there's dialogue options, and I don't know how much they really affect the story, but it felt when i was playing it felt like it affected a lot but i think like it's kind of like one of those things where uh dialogue always leads to the same place but kind of where 
the kind of responses you can get from people are, are varied and interesting. Yeah. Um, like I, that was actually one of the things that I really enjoyed. I, I haven't played the full release, but I played for like 45 minutes at PAX. One of the things in the level I played was like, it was took place in a hotel and at the bottom of the hotel was a receptionist. Yes. And like you have an option in the game. People can talk to you and you can listen to them or you can cut them off. And like the bar turns red or whatever. Like, there's like some yeah sort of like timer. before is it like before if you if you're doing the thing where you're skipping through text yeah uh, instead of skipping through text essentially you will have a response that is like hurry up or that like essentially like get to the next line and it'll just interrupt the person talking yeah and that'll lead to new dialogue options and then being like what do you mean and like I started using that strategically like during my dialogue yeah uh, because like I'll just essentially like be pissed or whatever or whatever and like start jumping in mm-hmm. and I did that in my demo and I cut her off and she I left her and she was like red faced and angry yeah. That the therapist conversation or not the therapist the receptionist conversation is also awesome because the other place like it either go it either uh, helps uh, gets to that you. place where she like where she's pissed and actually it does help her hurt, hurt you but also like it gets to that point where like she's pissed and like she's like red fuming the other the other side like if you're have, if you're getting along with her is she's essentially like what's that outfit you're wearing and you're like oh it's cosplay and she's like cosplay I love I love anime what uh, what anime is that from and, and you like your character can essentially like make up a name of an anime and she'll be like oh that's cool I haven't heard of it um, and then later on a guy will be like oh dude I, I see you have the cosplay from uh, whatever anime it was that you, that, uh, that you said it, the, the dialogue mm. is really great really well written gameplay is super fun and super cool super polished hard uh, the idea of it is that it, you have time powers so you're like a time you're like a time traveling samurai because uh, you can like slow down time uh characters will like shoot guns at you and like you can deflect bullets right back at them in order to kill them and it's like everything is one hit kill so it's super satisfying um you can like um let's see uh, each each like each direction you hit your blade so you can press square or whatever to like uh, swing your blade the game's on playstation so i'm switching to pc but i'm using square you can press square to like to swing your blade and like whatever direction you kind of press your character kind of like flows in that direction so it feels super good to do like it feels super satisfying um i was telling you this like yesterday that like i have a list of like favorite games right and alex o'neill shout out to alex o'neill from irrational passions he's been doing this thing on twitter where he essentially listed his top 50 games whatever nobshin like, did it first Dang I, sorry nobshin did it first. first um but uh that made me that like inspired me to go back and be like okay my 50 games like what would i put uh and i, I legit looked at my list and i was like you know what i'm adding katana zero because i i love that game uh that much it's hard to really talk about why without spoiling it because there's a lot there's a lot in the game um as far as like what they do narratively it's almost as much of a narrative game as it is as a, a game about like its gameplay like I feel like it's one of those games that like it seems like it's like okay cool it's an indie like ga- game uh sweet like smooth gameplay but narrative and story has like a lot has like a big presence in this game um nice. and I appreciate it for it nice I'm so I have like $30 on my eShop and I've been like <laughs> either so I have $30 guys <laughs> what do I buy It's been between Dragon's Dogma and Katana Zero Katana Zero yeah well, you know, I'm not going to have eventually, but yeah. if the hashtag in this is listening, it's probably being like, get Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. What is the desire to play a game from like 2012? Like, is Dragon's Dogma really that good? Apparently. According according to WoW, it it's is. It's like his favorite game of all time. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying if it's some person's <laughs> favorite game. I'm saying, is it good? Well, yeah. <laughs> according, to, well, according to a lot of people, it's good. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But it's like apparently a sleeper yeah. hit that is now out uh, on Switch. Ooh. It's an RPG. So. Ooh. Yeah. But I think I'm going to pick nice. up Katana Zero because I'm playing. I'm starting through a Witcher three playthrough this weekend with people on our Discord and local friends. 
We got like a book club. See that yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I, that, <laughs> so many questions as to why I've this is owned this game for years. I loved what I played when I originally the game played is it. like two hundred hours. I, no, it's only one hundred ninety-seven. People, right. people online, man, Persona's way too long, man. A hundred hours pops in Witcher three. Can't wait for this. <laughs> yeah, no, the main no story is about to play blood and wine. The like, main story is only 60 hours. That's all the hours, bro. That's so many hours. I know. I know. Um, I know. Well, speaking Roll of wise. a lot, of, I, I have crossed over. And I can't, I can't get Alex to play the witness. It's, it's downloaded. I'm going to play it this year. I'd be in the right mood. I for get, this thing. Also, I'm, I'm worried it's going to come to switch. And I'm going to. I'm gonna miss. It. I'm gonna be like halfway through a PS4 playthrough because I thought yeah. they announced what, that it the was coming. Yeah, didn't they announce it was coming oh, or no? Okay. Well, they haven't announced it. I don't think. But uh, I thought that original logo compilation is on there. I'm probably totally. I feel like off. the witness is like a very. I, I'm with Alex that it is very a mood dependent thing. Like I'm pretty much when I'm playing the witness, I sit down. I'm like, how dumb am I about to feel for the next 45 <laughs> minutes? Like, how dumb am I committed to feeling? Dude, and the then, witness like, if made I don't me feel, feel like that. The witness made me feel like a genius. But like it'd be it'd be one of those things where it's like forty five minutes I feel dumb and then I solve it and I'm like I'm unstoppable and my brain is like busting out of my head. Yeah, one of those things looking like Big brain uh, brain from peeking in the brain. Yeah, feeling like Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, ex- exactly. I, having brain blasts all over the place. I had to clean up my room. Man. <laughs> it still sounds like the sexual energy is still palpable. Ian, uh, can we can we go back for a second, by the way, and talk about French Dragon Ball Z? All I've been thinking about Dragon for the past fifty minutes is like DBC, DBC. It is me, Goku, going Super Saiyan. I've been thinking about that for like twenty minutes. Oh my god. Anyway, sorry, you were saying, Alex. Have you been playing any games, Ian? I have been playing uh, this. It's a really indie game. I feel like no one's really been playing. It's called Sakairo Shadows oh. Die Multiple. I about, dude, I thought you were about um, to say Baba is you. I was about to be like, oh, man, me too. No, I want to play that game. It seems like totally up my alley. But no, I've been playing Sakairo Shadows Die Multiple. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing that. I've been playing. I've been replaying Pokemon Black on the Nintendo disc. Really? Um, that's been fun. Um, yeah, I've been doing a Nuzlocke. Oh, yeah. Which is... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not a real Nuzlocke because that game is fucking hard as hell. And so, like, pretty much the way that end of that game works is that, like, every other gym is, like, super easy. It's, like, a pretty, like, smooth sailing game up until the very end. And for those of you who haven't played Pokemon out there, all three of you, um, there is the Elite Four. And then right before the Elite Four is, like, a little place where you can essentially grind your Pokemon out. And that sounds weird in context. Yeah, that sounds hot. Um, yeah, you can only grind out the humanoid Pokemon, though. Um, so, like, uh, I forget what it's called. I think it's called Victory Road. Um, get, get it in on Hitmonchan, huh? Hitmonchan, Gardevoir, um, the chicken one, Blaziken. You can fuck them. But you Nido cannot queen. fuck Venusaur. Not allowed. Yo, every woman that I meet is a Nido Queen. Nido Queen is bad thick. <laughs> she she is very, very thick with two Qs. Um but yeah, so like pretty much the in most Pokemon games, from my memory, there are multiple areas and you can kind of train your Pokemon because there's different types. So, for example, if you have a team that is, I don't know, three or four types, you'll you'll meet in Victory Road like five or six types that you can kind of train up to to a certain level. So the Victory Road in Pokemon Black and White is they are all level like 35 or 38 or whatever. The Elite Four is level 50. So you could train your fucking dick off in this cave. And by the way, there's only like four Pokemon you see in there. So if your Pokemon are not super effective against there, grinding is next to impossible. So I'm sitting here for hours and I'm like, yep, I'm ready for the Elite Four. The Elite Four fucking washes me like no problem. I'm like, well, this Nuzlocke is over, I guess. Yeah, because like, like, you know what? For context, for people who don't know, Nuzlocke is like a... It almost turns Pokemon into like a roguelike, right? Like if you die, you have to start all over. 
Essentially, yeah. So like if you die, that Pokemon is dead and you have to release it. You are no, no matter how much time or effort you've put into it, you have to release it. And that it. constraint is um, on you, not the game doesn't enforce that. No, yeah, like there's some fan games or there's some games like um there's like fan mods go like Pokemon Renegade Platinum or um what is the other one? It's like Chaos, Chaos Ruby or whatever that like put those modes in there. But no, like it's 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 your own restraint. Do you think? Um, do you think like the fan base would appreciate if Nintendo did that? Like added a Nuzlocke mode to Pokemon, or do people f- like doing that by themselves? So I think the fan base would appreciate it, but I also think that um, it's so the way the Pokemon company treats Pokemon is very similar to the way that. Nintendo treats Smash Brothers. They like acknowledge that there is a competitive scene and like hardcore fans, but they're like, but like they like take the hardcore fan base and they like slowly move over to the right and then like hand the game to the 10 year olds that have disposable Mm. income because of their parents. They're like, we appreciate it. Mm. Like hands it over um, for better or for worse. But like, if you want those sort of modes, then like you can kind of do them yourself. And the beauty of the way that I'm doing it is, is that like when I got washed by the elite, the elite four, it wasn't over. I was like, all right, well, this is no longer a Nuzlocke. It's a friend lock. Yeah. So like the way that Nuzlocke works for, for, I guess another rule on top of that, you can only catch new Pokemon when you go to a new zone. So like, for example, if you're on route one, you're allowed one Pokemon. You are not allowed to catch a new Pokemon until route two. So I have like maybe 15 Pokemon in my box total. Okay. At the very end of the game. So it kind of constrains you to use certain types of Pokemon that maybe you normally wouldn't. Um, and I think that's super interesting. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, I'm also playing another Pokemon game called Pokemon Sage, which is a fan-made Pokemon game with all fake Pokemon, which is uh, pretty interesting. Th- that game has the like Nuzlocke mode and like egg mode and shit like that and randomizers and stuff. Um, I'm not doing it that way. I'm just kind of playing through it because the Pokemon designs are actually very, very good. Um, but yeah, besides Sekiro, um, Pokemon Black and White, and then Pokemon Sage, I've kind of just been waiting to beat all those games so I can play Final Fantasy IX is my next uh, game on the on the payroll. Nice. That, yeah. That's fun. Uh, yeah. I have been playing uh, Moonlighter, which is a game that came out in November on Ooh. Switch. came out last year. It is a roguelike dungeon crawler, kind of like Zelda. Um, and you are like essentially going into these procedurally, I believe procedurally generated dungeons, uh, or at least it feels that way. I might be off. There's five dungeons, but I believe the levels within them might be procedural. Anyways, you're going through these dungeons, killing people, collecting loot, and then you take that back to your, to your shop and you sell it and you like set the prices and like, you kind of have to gauge like supply and demand. You're essentially a shopkeeper that goes out at night and you, you get the stuff and then you sell it. That's kind of the cycle of the game. Um, I was actually, I'm kind of just studying pixel art in general, trying to get better at it. And I really like the, the art style of this game and like uh, the detail that they have and like their animation with their pixel art. So that's kind of why I've been playing it just to you kind know of, you should play what Katana zero. I know that's, that's the, dude. The, there's some scenes in that game where I was like, Jesus Christ, this looks great. I have the eShop up right now. So once we're done, I'm going to, I'm going to download it, but so that's kind of the motivation behind playing that game. But I, I'm actually like really enjoying the game um, and kind of really enjoy picking it apart and just especially visually and like audibly, like it just, it's gorgeous. And like the way that they animate their pixel art, like in every frame, something is moving, whether it's like a cloth that's, a t- that's hanging on like a line or like there's like a, a tent or if there's a tree swaying and every frame, it seems like, uh, or every like scene, within the game, it seems like something is moving and it just kind of really makes the world 
feel like really alive, you know, and it's, mm. and it's especially special because of it being like tied to pixel art, which is generally like more static, you know? And so it's just really, really cool. I, I really like that game. I feel like that'd be a good, like top 10 to do like top 10 pixel art games. Like as far as like Ooh, pixel art styles, we should add that I feel to like the... dead cells might be up there for me at least. Yeah. Dead cells is very pretty. The yeah. lighting in that game is really cool. Let me write that down. Yeah, somewhere. write that down. Leaderboard season two. Yeah. Um, but so like Moonlighter, that was kind of like why I went to go play it. And then it turns out, like I said, I enjoyed it. So I don't know how long I'm going to be playing it for, but I'm enjoying just pulling it up and going through different levels. And I'm just kind of leisurely going through it. So I don't really have any mm-hmm. plans to necessarily finish it soon, but I think it's just going to be a thing when I'm on the couch and I'm, and I, when I'm like trying to learn about pixel art, I'm just going to pull it up and, and play it for 30 minutes and set it down. So very cool game. I enjoy it. Um, and then I've also gotten back into Siege pretty heavily uh, on PC. I've crossed over. I'm now at 110 hours played on that game. So Oh, dang. Pro- on PC? Yeah, on PC. So Dang. So overall, what's, like what, $200 hours maybe? Yeah, because I probably got another 100 on PS4. Yeah. And then probably 5 or 10 on Xbox. But And my actually, my brother Colin just got it on Xbox. So now I'm like, am I really about to buy it for Xbox 2? Um, but Wait, there's an Xbox 2 coming? Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Dang. I leaked it. Leaking everything, leaking everywhere. I know. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing some Rainbow Six Siege. I just ranked. I am uh I did rank matches and I am now a rank gold four, which was a lot higher than I was expecting to be. Um, but that's cool. And yeah, the game's really hard. I feel like every time I come back to that game after an extended period of time, it's really punishing for like two or three weeks, and then I'm like back, you know what I mean? Mm. So I'm like still within that window. Like I've only been playing it for probably two or three weeks heavily. I've been playing with Andrew Taylor and his squad. Um, played with Brian Kester a bit, but like, so if you're, if you play siege on PC and you're, or even PS4, like I'm, I'm open to play if People are listening. Um, but yeah, that game's really cool. I've been, there's a new operator called Maverick that I've been playing as. Um, and they're actually one update old, so they're not the newest ones, but he's newer. And essentially he can, he has a torch that he pulls out as his like special move. And he can burn through reinforced walls, like burn tiny holes in them. Um, like, you know, how, like blessing Ian, you've played, you've played rainbow six, you know, thermite, how thermite can breach those yeah. walls, but he blows the entire thing. Uh, Maverick ooh, ooh, ooh. cuts little holes in it, like burns little tiny holes. Yeah. Ooh. So he's like a sex pervert. Yeah, exactly. Nice. And I actually had a play where we were on hostage and like my team was pushing, ooh, we were on like that. Car- we were on the carnival map, which is a pretty old map. And they were pushing oh, yeah? from one side. Ooh, carnival. <laughs> and I burned a he's hole. A BD, he's a BDSM. He's a BDSM hero. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, all black leather. Operator. Everything. Operator. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. He's a BDSM. Operator. What's his name? He's a, he's a BDSMO. <laughs> what is his name? Uh, he's an HMO. Are, do you have a PPO or a HMO <laughs> plan? How do you how do you get the money? <laughs> um, my favorite game genre is BDSMOs. Dang. BDS MMOs. Oh my God. Wait, someone write that down. I feel like that, <laughs> that already goes for me. <laughs> that probably, it probably 1000. That was me exists. when I played world of Warcraft and would dance my night off naked and like get people to give me money. Wait, you can get naked in world. Of I Warcraft? mean, you can get down to like the bare bones. Whoa. And I might have like, I might have like sexted a guy as, as a 12 year old. And, I, and he gave me Alex, like, a, I think you revealed a crime. Just now. <laughs> I think we should edit that you out. Didn't, you didn't, it wasn't your, no, it wasn't I'm you, the 12 year old. 
I was the 12 year old in this scenario. Yeah, yeah, but Alex, you I don't think that makes it any better. <laughs> it was a real for sex scene. Go, I was like for, flirting like with this. You're like, guys, wait, no, yeah, I was the say, victim. For clarification, I, was me. <laughs> Alex was not sending nude photos of himself as, <laughs> at 12 years old. Okay, no, this is all in that the is chat. Not, that is not the This is a World of Warcraft. Okay, it's not a sex, but it's like a, a flirtatious <laughs> chat message. It's not a sex. I have so many And I manipulated this man and he gave me like 100 gold and I left. Did he give you war bucks? He gave me like he gold? gave me enough gold to buy a mount, and I blocked him. Uh, Wait, he mounted you? No, stop. More than a hundred. People gold are gonna get it twisted. <laughs> okay, I was manipulating a person. I wasn't mounting. I wasn't, you know, participated in that sort of thing. All right, hey man, is this why I'm own. no longer on the podcast is because <laughs> things like this come up whenever I'm here. Anyways, uh, Maverick is a cool siege operator, um, mm-hmm. and he can burn holes and things. And I actually burned yeah. a hole into a wall, crawled through, grabbed the hostage, and crawled back out, and it felt awesome. That's hot. That's, that's what I have to say about hot. Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the hole was like only yay big, and then you could, like put. I mean, you can. I didn't you realize, can. Like, you can do that, or you can burn a massive hole for your body. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was gonna drop the joke. I was like, oh, I was gonna be like, wow, what an interesting mechanic. How much of that must open up the map? And then Blessing just starts laughing. You can burn like a hole in the bottom of like those reinforced walls and go prone and crawl underneath of the wall. That's pretty yeah. cool, actually. That sounds like some Metal Gear Solid type stuff. That's yeah, I was doing that. Like I was like, I'm playing Splinter Cell right now. Getting all the way in the hole, huh? Yeah. I just crawl on straight hole. in. <laughs> Ooh. Uh by the way, guys, happy golden week. Happy golden week. Indeed. Oh yeah, happy golden week. Do you want to know what happens on PlayStation during Golden Week? What the sales? Actually, Big that's what, sales. That's why I week, know about Golden Week. I was going to say, speaking speaking of sales, this week with the code with the offer code OKBEAST, oh, go okay. to playstation.com <laughs> backslash Golden Week backslash OKBEAST. <laughs> yeah, the new Dragon Quest game is going to be on sale. This Wait, week. is it really Dragon Quest Eleven? Yeah, Dragon Quest Tales of Elusive yep. Age. Yep, thirty bucks. Oh, it's been on sale for thirty bucks before. If it goes down to twenty, I'll probably get it. That's still a pretty good price, though. Otherwise, because the thing is, I'm waiting for Switch. Black Friday, it's going down. Black Friday, this shit's going down. (laughs) It's going down. We're fighting. Blessing has... Sorry, I was eating a candy. Blessing has a hard out. (laughs) Yeah, I do. We gotta gotta get going. Blessing's hard out. (laughs) So, real quick, if you're enjoying the show, thank you so much uh, for listening. If you want to, you can head over to patreon.com slash okbeast, and you can get the show early there. By throwing us a few bucks every month. Um, and you can also get access to other shows like Stir Fry and all that fun stuff, bonus content. Uh, but if you can't do that and you still want to support us, man, I would love to get an iTunes review for this show. That would be fantastic. Man, man, if you only- know what I want. <laughs> do you know? Let, let me tell let, let me talk to the OKB podcast listeners real quick. Okay, all, right? all right. All right, I'll take my headphones out here. I'll OKB podcast. You know, is it's it's our temple podcast. It's the podcast that started it all. It's the it's uh, I was gonna say it's the first podcast in Okie Beast, but that was actually Overwatch. But it's the same feed, and so yeah, I'll say it's, it's the first podcast in Okiebeast.com. It's where the real fans, or not the fans, I'm sorry, the real fam comes to hang out, chill, you know, all that good stuff. All right. So how dare you, Okiebeast podcast listeners, allow for Jumpmaster to have like five times as many reviews <laughs> as this podcast? 125 think- reviews on Jumpmaster. It sounds to me like you guys are letting us know that the Jump Master listeners are the most dedicated of the Okiebeast family. Dang. That's what it's. That's they're what not it, cowards. Dang. I'm not they're trying not to. Cowards. Uh, they're not cowards. That's all I'm saying. That's all. That's what it sounds like. That's what it. That's what it seems like <laughs> to me that they're not cowards. And I'm not saying. I'm not trying to say anything about you, the Okiebeast podcast listener. I'm not saying that you're a coward. 
All I'm saying is that the Jump Master listeners don't seem to be cowards because they take the time out of the day to give to give a, to give a sorry to give I ain't a brother to talk shit. But you know what? I ain't now trying that to, I'm I ain't, here. I ain't trying to go to to him on y'all. I know Endgame came out a couple days ago. I know we're all feeling kind of in our feels right now. I haven't seen the movie yet, and so I don't. Know, I assume some people die. Some people get the gat to the mouth and pop pop pop. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Speaking you know, dying. You, maybe you don't leave that motherfucking review. That's all I'm saying. Maybe it'll be your Avengers Endgame. Exactly. Right? Dang. In this case, Scene. Thanos does not demand your silence. He demands your reviews on iTunes. So head over there. Oh, could be I have a quick question, Alex. Can you repeat uh, that Marvel uh, supervillain? What was his name again? What was that? Thanos. Blessing, do you mind just saying the name? I don't, I don't actually, I, I would say it the same way. Thanos? You, do you say it I Thanos? Thought it was, I thought it was Thanos. 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 He, like, Thanos. like a Thane. Guess, in the movie, I think I've heard, they, in the movie that they, they did say Thanos. Yeah, but. Yeah. it's weird though the spelling there's, is like there's a man in there that is I'm like American. fueled by a, a diamond gem that's like that's his life access. source right so like that's i say it like that not very credible okay to reality when you say with the titan accent that's when you say thanos thanos um thanos. Thanos. <laughs> anyways head over to the okay beast uh, head over to itunes leave it's a like review Moises said it. if you review us thanos. i'm keeping an eye on that review page so if you review us you would get a major shout out so um yeah, just saying. I will read your social security number <laughs> on air if you leave a review. Lastly, you can head over to okbeast.com and youtube.com slash okbeast to check out all the content. We got new videos coming. We got new podcasts coming, as always, new articles, all that fun stuff. If you want to keep up with all that easily, follow us at okbeast now on social media and facebook.com slash okbeast. And if you want to join us and hang out, come over to okbeast.com slash discord. Join the Discord. Say what's up. We've had a surge of new people lately. It's been great. Um, yeah, do that. That'd and everybody's be been wonderful. I've been waiting, I'm waiting for the, the trolls, right? Yeah, like I've been like, because I haven't banned anybody in a hot minute. You know, only person I've been in the Okabee's Discord is a bot. Yeah, that came through and tried and try to sell their body. And I was like, you know what? Not here. <laughs> Not <in> this Discord. <laughs> It's um, weird. The bot. The bot's name was Alex Van Aken D and D two thousand five. It yeah, was, it was really weird. weird. It was really crazy. Weird. Um, <laughs> ended up uh, banning them, but uh-huh. yeah, everybody, everybody's been chill and cool, which is nice. Keep doing that. Keep doing that, indeed. Uh, let's get into the news, guys. We don't have much, but that's okay because I know we we are running a tight ship this week. Uh, Persona Five Royal and Persona Woo! Five Scramble have been revealed. Yeah, man. So going into this I'm, week, I'm everybody thought we, we kind of know what Persona 5 Royal is going to be like a, you know, a, a revised version of Persona 5 with more content. Yeah, but it's essentially it's it's almost like it's almost kind of cheap because the way with Persona they do DLC is by releasing a whole new game. They're like, oh, cool. Yeah, we'll just buy this new this new game. That's how you get your DLC. Yeah. But it's essentially it is like a it's like a definitive revised version with like it's Persona 4 Golden. It's yeah, Persona 4 Golden um for ps4 again which now see I, I didn't mean to like start the discussion so early but i got i got takes all right mm. i got takes well first let's all say right. what persona 5 scramble is yes everybody persona thought 5 it was persona 5 switch and i yeah. will say no, i'm not gonna say that i can't say that but um yeah what people thought <laughs> what what could you what could what were you gonna say I can't can't reveal my sources oh, dang we'll never know my sources told me this was a switch game and it is. Well, it is available. It, it, it is, but it's not the thing I thought it was. Dang. Do you know what the you know what the scramble comes from? What eggs? eggs right? Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> it turns out game, right? the the scene the scene that it takes place in that intro cinematic is in Shibuya, 
that large crosswalk is called the Shibuya Scramble. Dang. Because people get scrambled by the cars when they get hit. Actually, Jesus no. Christ. People don't get Alex hit that often, drift. Oh. That's wild. Um, Let's dive in. Yeah, so my take, um, which now that I think about it, it's not a good take, actually. My, my take was going to be like... Oh Wait, what? My take, That's never happened my take was, to anyone. My, 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 my <laughs> take was going to be that since it's coming out in 2020, it would make sense that if they're going to release a revised version of Persona 5... It would be on the next gen console, the PS5, but it's coming out in 2019 in Japan, and so that kind of defeats that whole theory. But it will still make sense for them to put up put Persona 5 on uh, the PS5, and since this is coming out in 2020, I don't know. I just feel like it would make sense if they put it. These put people it on are gonna PS5. make me hold on to my PS4 for 100 extra hours. Because I don't. That's that's my thing. I don't want to play a 150 hour game on the PS4 again if this is coming out probably late 2020. Just learn Japanese in the next uh, couple months, and then you got it. I mean, I guess that, honestly, I, it did cross my mind to being like, "Well, Andrew Gofar played the <laughs> played the okay." For, the Japanese has anyone, have you actually actually heard him describe how he played that game? That is not playing the game, in my opinion. <laughs> it's he suffering. was like, "Well, I had a Photoshop document open, and I looked through all the symbols, and I, I recognized a symbol. I wrote it down in the document, and then if I was reading it, I, if I recognized a symbol, then that meant I'm like." <laughs> <laughs> How do you have this much emotional energy? I can barely play a game in my own language. And now that I know Japanese, I'm sitting here like, bro, how many, like there are over 20,000 kanji. Does this man have like a Microsoft Word document open that is a hundred pages long and searching for characters that he does not know? Like, and he's got like an American, like he's got an English keyboard. And so he's not like he can type in control F. He's like, he's like, he's how do you know where to fucking he's using, he's go? He's the paintbrush tool. <laughs> Like, how do you know where to fucking go? Like, there's things where it's like, you must go to this part. Also, I felt really dumb when I called it an American keyboard. I just want to say that real quick. Well, no, I mean, you're right. Japanese laptops have. But like calling it an American keyboard seems wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) British have the same keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is, you don't like our keyboards? This is the American keyboard. They have the same keyboard in Nigeria. (laughs) 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 I've been there. It's the same. (laughs) All the buns are in the same place. Um, but yeah, like Persona, Persona Five Royal is essentially going to have a, a new uh, confidant, new member of the Phantom Thieves, uh, new season, uh, not a new season, I guess you can't just invent a season, but uh, new semester, an additional is what I season, say. <laughs> an additional semester. Um, so should I yeah, wait to play this one? I mean, if you're going to play Persona Five, then yeah, you should wait. One hundred percent, all right, one hundred percent. Because yeah. I didn't want Hopefully to play they- it, and I was like, kind of get building myself up. I was like, I'm going to get the Switch version. This is it. Yeah. See, that's my thing too. I was because my thing was like I want to play Persona Five again because I am not of the right mind. Um, and yeah. I was like, yes. do I want to play again on Switch or do I want to play a definitive version on PS Four? Um, because like my whole problem with Persona Four or Persona Five originally was that like I feel like the way it's designed, it's, it'd be way uh, better mobile, like way better to have it uh, in the hand. Because I feel like for Persona Four Golden, right? Persona Four Golden. Uh, I, I feel like it was paced better than Persona 5 and the game was like shorter by like maybe like 20 to 30 hours. Um, but also mm. having that game portable and being able to put that in sleep mode and open it back up, like no matter where you're at, adds like a lot to that game. Like it, it, it'll, it makes it a lot easier. It makes life a lot easier. It makes um, jumping in and out a lot easier. And for this game to be like on a console on my TV in my room, like it, it makes it harder to really have that experience that is super, dense and super um i don't know man it's just formatted a certain way that it seems just better to have on the go so for it to not not come to switch 
uh, it's kind of upsetting, but I, this is going to sound naive. This is going to sound, um, people are going to make fun of me. Mm. You never know. You never know. I think this game will still come to switch. I think persona five will still come to switch. Maybe I, cause why would you give persona five scramble or whatever, uh, to an audience on a platform that doesn't have the game that that is spinning off. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. And like that plus Joker being on, uh, in smash, like of course smash is just a magical game that can mean anything. Right. Persona five scramble coming to switch also just doesn't make sense for a game. That's not on switch. Like, did they say when Scramble's going to be out? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I can look that up. Because like, if that comes out in 2019 and we're all disappointed, we're like, oh, no, like I can't believe it. We can't, we're not going to get P5 on Switch. And then like Scramble comes out and we're like, all right, this game's actually kind of fun. Oh, and then maybe we'll get like a sneak peek of who Kasumi is, um, the new character in Scramble, before the like definitive edition comes out. And then 2020 comes around. They're like, hey, guys, guess what? Gotcha, bitch. And then boom, yeah. out on Switch. Like I feel like so many people would freak the fuck out if that happened. I, Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not, because with P3P and with P4, both of them um, came out on their respective versions and then not a different console. So this would be, what's the word? It would be a new thing for them. But I mean, I'm not putting it past them, but I just don't think it's likely. Mm, mm. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I can't find a date, but I, for some reason, I thought it was this year. And so I, but I might just be wrong about that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just it's just weird to me. Um, this announcement is kind of disappointing me because I don't care about the Dynasty Warrior ish kind of games, and I don't even think we said that right. Like this game is essentially like Hyrule Warriors. It's that kind of game for the Persona Five universe. Um, mm. But yeah, I'll probably still get it because I'm a chump. D- That's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> like I, even though i didn't get the persona 5 dancing game and so that's my one saving grace um yeah which seems weird that seems more up your alley than a muso game i'm waiting for it to go on sale i almost got it earlier when i saw it on it sale. is on sale right now is for it golden week oh you right you right uh i might check that out yeah that's kind of where i'm at with it up next uh last news story wait you didn't ask you didn't ask me what i thought about i thought we've been talking about it what do you think about it no we were just i'm Super excited, actually. I'm really excited for Scramble, and I think that it'll be an interesting, I guess, take on the series, because, again, most of the time, we only have the dancing games, and then we we don't really have an action game besides the fighting games. And I feel like now, since Atlas is focusing so much of their energy on um, the upcoming... Um, I forget what, It's based off a mobile game. I can't remember what. But I think it's... Um, not Dragalia. It's some Japanese fighting game that they're, they're developing um, right now that's based off a mobile game. And since they're pouring all their energy into that fighting game, it makes sense to do a Muso game. And I'm actually really excited to see how it's going to turn out. I'm not a fan of Muso games, so I'm probably going to skip. Uh, I've tried to like. I never tried one. I've I've so tried many times. I my friend owns the the Hyrule Warriors, and we were playing that, and he was just like, "Isn't this amazing?" And I was like, "This is awful. Kill me." <laughs> but this is the worst. This, those are my kind of games, right? And I feel like mm. it almost feels like pawning off the ip for like a subpar experience uh in my mm-hmm. in my opinion and in my experience yeah. i know that's i know like the dynasty warriors built their ip off of muso game off of being a muso game um and so i know there's definitely a large fan base it's just not for me traditionally so i was kind of disappointed when i did see that it wasn't persona 5 a port on Switch. yeah and I, if yeah i would have been more exciting or i would have been more excited if it was a fighting game um I think yeah. for it to be a Muso game, it's not bad. Cause like I I understand that people out there 
like there's a there's a contingent of people out there that enjoy these games um and they're fans i don't want to take that away from them because i think i think this this is exciting for people who enjoy those games but personally like if it was a persona persona 5 fighting game i would have been totally and like i would have been still sad it's not persona 5 but i would have been happy that like it's persona 5 fighting because i'm a fighting game person yeah and so I, I mean and yeah and suplex hold the most recent one they did was really really good but i just think that the the fact that they're already making this other fighting game for yeah. again i can't think of the the name of the developer um they're so their fighting game division or whatever is so, so focused on that they won't be able to which sucks because i think that p4 had a better story right so i don't think it really needed the fighting game right and p3 had a great story but nobody played it so the fact that the p3 characters were in one of the uh fighting game sequels that most people like really like i guess were into that was a cool benefit because then you could see the p3 characters and the p4 characters interact Mm -hmm. and then i think now with like um what is it like persona q or whatever yeah q2 um, yeah, and like all that sort of stuff, like where all the characters are interacting. Just imagine that in a fighting game now, in like the fighting game resurgence that we're having right now, with the art style of P5 would be nuts. I also love Persona 3 on Switch, because that's the one I haven't played, and I don't feel like there's a good way for me to play it. Um, because there's a version on Vita, but apparently that's like the inferior version. And I don't want to yeah. emulate it, because I suck at playing things on my PC. Um, mm. So yeah, I don't like... For the I, even if they just really release it on PlayStation, I'll be fine with that. Or like port it mm. to PlayStation through the PS2 to PS4 stuff. Just give me a way to play play, uh, play uh, Persona Three because I, I really want to play it. Is it on PlayStation now? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think it is. Um, but if if it is, actually, I might check that out because that's not you don't really need to be like uh, to have like good reaction time to that. Mm. I might check that out. Um, but yeah, just give me a good way to play Persona Three because I would really like it. There you go. Um, how are you guys feeling about this Fortnite, the new Avengers in-game mode? I actually tried to download it before the show, but I got hit with like a two gigabyte update. And I was like, nope, not happening. Uh, before we do that, actually, before we go, Blessing and Alex, who are your favorite new confidants that were shown in the trailer? Is there only one? That. Uh, no, there's multiple ones. Really? Um, yeah. I'll say Human Morgana. There's the new, there's, there's the new I was going to say, the, there's the new girl, <laughs> there's Human Morgana, and then, um, or Kasumi is her name. Kasumi human morgana and then um the uh wait the, is the guy with glasses yeah that's the Ooh. the the uh not guidance counselor what's his name uh like the psychology person the yeah the counselor the guidance counselor, counselor actually yeah actually yeah. i'm gonna say him he looked he looked fine i'm gonna be honest like yeah, i was gonna say like he, I, he hot, I, I wanted a I piece guess. of that he got sandals and a morgana box. was looking exactly. good in the human form People are roasting human Morgana so bad. They're like, this dude sends you, um, this dude sends e-girls feet pics. Like, is the thing that I keep on seeing everywhere online. Yeah, they're going off. They're going off. Yeah, I think he looks cute as a human. I'm just curious to see how that's going to play into the story. Like, the story has to be completely different, right? Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to change some things. Maybe he turns into human that that last semester. Um. Oh, you. Oh. So, and where do you think that last semester is going to go? Is it going to be like the story? Because there's a huge, again, some tiny spoilers for, for P5. There's um like the stuff you do happens. The plot happens. Yeah. And there's like six months or whatever that is kind of not erased, but like fast Just, forwarded yeah, fast through. Forward through. I have to think that like either they keep it the way it is. And that last semester is just like its own insulated thing. Or and you play as Kasumi, you think? Man. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be like you, you like the, the the thing happens and then you play as Kasumi instead. That'd be actually pretty cool. Actually, I would be super down for it. I think it could be that or like they push like the climax 
to like they push the climax for <laughs> the, cli- the, the climax forward uh to like um essentially account for all the new content and make it so that mm-hmm. like you have that last confidant again uh, to go into the to, into the last stuff with into i don't want to spoil anything um, yeah but I, I hope that um i hope that they do what they did for p4 where there's like an ending from the last game that you can get but then there's also like a new ending based off of the stuff that happens like i mean i'm not sure this is going to happen but maybe if you get your um persona ranking with uh like kasumi up to the next level she's like the the marie of this game and then you get like a different ending um that kind of ties into that last semester mm. um which i'm hoping that'll be the case um but have you guys you guys have not played Persona 3, but real quick, Google Persona 3 female protagonist. Both of y'all real quick. I already, I already, I have already done this. And she looks exactly like Kasumi. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people thought that this is going to be a secondary, like you could choose between the male character, um, I forget his like canon name and or Kasumi. But it turns out she's gonna she's just going to join the Phantom Thieves. So the more and more I think about this, the more and more. I'm thinking this is going to completely recontextualize whole events in the story. Like, is she going to have her own palace? Is she going to join from the very beginning? Is she going to be like uh, similar to other characters that are kind of like antagonists and then become protagonists? Like I'm, I'm super, super excited um, to see how this is going to turn out. And she is definitely my favorite new addition to the game um, because her design is just yum. Great. Yeah. Yum. The Fortnite stuff looks cool. Yeah, that's really all I have to say about it is that it looks yeah. cool. I don't know if I'm going to jump in or not. Yeah, so for people who don't know, Fortnite um, is br- brought uh, Captain America Shield, Thor's Stormbreaker Axe, and Iron Man Repulsors are all like weapons in the game. And then, of course, um, you can play as Thanos and like his peeps. Um, oh, they're bringing back the the Thanos mode from yeah. So it's essentially a bigger mode now, and you, the one t- one side plays as like Thanos, and the other side. Has like who has like the he goes and collects the infinity stones, um, and mm-hmm. then once collect does he have a gun or no? Uh, no, but once he collects all the so there's like respawning in this mode, and Thanos has to go collect the infinity stones. Once he's done collecting all of them, respawning is disabled on the Avenger side. Um, okay, but, but they have things like you know like each time like so essentially like what this Polygon article is saying. Uh, it says for this game mode called Endgame, players will face off against Thanos and his army of uh, Chitari. Chitari, Chitari yeah, Warriors. Chitari, yeah. The Avengers team is tasked with stopping Thanos and his forces from collecting the Infinity Stones and ending the world. On the Thanos side, players will collect and control Ch- Chitari Warriors with laser rifles. <laughs> the first warrior to find an Infinity Stone, Infinity Stone will transform into Thanos, granting them a super jump, beam attacks, and a wrinkly chin. On the Avengers side, <laughs> players can pick up Dang. iconic Avengers weapons like Iron Man's repulsors, Thor's, Thor's axe, Captain America's iconic shield. These items can be found in chests scattered throughout the map. Um, and so, yeah. Seems kind of fun. Is there a thing where if he collects all the, the Phineas Stones, he just he does snap and then half of the other team is no. gone. See, I, that's, that's my thing is like when, when they, that did would this, be, that would be hilarious. When they did this last time, I was like, yo, it'd just be super cool. Right. If like the mode was like, they hide the infinity gauntlet somewhere on the map and the first person to find it, if they grab it and like press R2 or whatever, just half of the battle royale pe- uh, people in the battle royale just die. That would be infuriating. <laughs> that would be, it'd be infuriating, but like you do it as like a separate mode to like, so people know what they're getting into, but that'd be like but, awesome. Cause if you got it and you did that, like imagine like bullets for other people, imagine like how satisfying it'd be to be like, yeah, I just killed half this match for the one person. Then what, so yeah. 
but like the game the game design behind it, i agree with alex that, that like i actually agree with both of y'all that it would be hilarious and awesome to do but like how could you do it so that you die what do you do like you spectate is there any way you can help like can you somehow help from beyond the grave or something ant-man we give like you. inspiration points <laughs> go into the quantum realm <laughs> like and for, back. also no spoiler i haven't seen the movie yet i have not seen the movie yet by the way so i'm just I mean, yeah. everyone knows how the movie's going to end. They're going to shoot an arrow inside of Thanos's ass. Ant-Man's going to be on the end. Actually, can we, grow big. can we do this? Actually, I know we have a topic of the show, which we can probably, I don't know if we have enough time for it, but uh, as a substitute. Well, no, me and me and Alex are going to do the topic of the show alone when you go. Oh, okay. I thought we were trying to end the show on, on time. Oh, no, no, I'm kidding. Um, How do we think end, Endgame is going to is gonna end? Now that people have the opportunity to see the movie and we haven't seen the movie, so this is all guess, guesswork. What, how do we, how do, what do we feel like is going to happen in Endgame? I have a theory that Captain America is going to, at some point in this movie, put on the Infinity Gauntlet. Maybe not with all the stones, oh God. but it's going to be a callback to the comics so he, where... So he's just going to be holding a gold... Well, no, he has some love. of the stones in the comics. From what I remember, there, and I don't know if it's the Infinity um, run or if it's a separate Infinity run that I read, um, but there was one where he, he had the gauntlet, I believe. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that happened, and he was like... He essentially like was like very powerful, but he didn't. He wasn't like snapping or anything. You know what I mean? He, he didn't have all of them. He was yeah. He he wasn't. He, he wasn't snapping. <laughs> he wasn't snapping. You know what I'm saying? He had a few. He why is it? Why is it? Whenever you say it with that tone of voice, it sounds like like I know what you're saying when you say it like that. Like yeah, well, he wasn't snapping though. You know what I mean? <laughs> he wasn't like, like going off. My my theory was, yeah, is yeah, it somehow falls off of Thanos in the movie. Like they pull it off or something and they lose can they like drop it and like And Peter Quill ruins it again. <laughs> also, for all you people on Twitter who are actually you know what never I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go there. Damn. I'm not even gonna go there. Don't I'm, do gonna, it. I'm gonna hold you back. I'm dude, holding you back. I, I almost transformed into Hulk real quick. We don't got time for that. I'm holding right you back. I'm holding you back, dude. Don't do it. Peter Quill sucks. Don't do it. And all y'all know it. I think you all Captain know it. America is gonna accidentally fumble or something and like he accidentally puts the the gaunt- or like maybe intentional. He just puts the gauntlet on and like punches Thanos to death. Like he just hits him once and he mm. just turns to dust. And then they take off the th- they take it off and like put it in some like Agents of Shield like holding facility or something. Or they just <laughs> they put it in a DVD box set of Agents <laughs> of Shield. Season slowly two. close. <laughs> I think by the by the end of the movie, the infinite Infinity Stones are gonna be destroyed for sure. Because like, but don't they hold the universe together? Uh, yeah, but they, I mean, what's her name destroyed the mind stone from uh, vision and I, I was expecting oh, for yeah. the, I was expecting for the earth to explode, but no, nah, it just like exploded or whatever. Um, so I think they could destroy them and I, I think they, they're going to destroy them because they don't want them to like hang around for the next phase or whatever because they want to be done with it. Um, mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of time travel through the quantum realm yeah. and uh, because there's a time vortex as was mentioned in the, in the end credits of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, if you look at the Ant Man and the Wash side credits, if you if look you, back on frame thirty four B, then you'll saying, see that there is a time portal on the left hand <laughs> side of the screen. I'm just saying the Wasp's mom told Ant Man not to get trapped in a, in a time vortex, and so Ant Man is going to travel through time. I don't know if he's going to take people with him, but somehow there's mm. there's going to be time travel. Also, there's somebody in this movie who is tele, uh, telepathic. I don't know who. Somebody is telepathic because I watched a trailer and I turned the volume up, and somebody said they had telepathy in the trailer. I sound crazy right now, but there's a couple of people that are listening that are like, if I saw the same trailer. You the trailer and reverse the audio, and then you see <laughs> someone saying they have telepathy. <laughs> if you have an overbite, I'm sorry. I love you. I also had that. That's why I'm allowed to do that voice. Um, <laughs> go on. I, that's all. I, have. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I. So here's my theory. Thanos is on his farm. He's got the glove. 
Then all the Avengers do whatever the fuck they need to do to get there. Thanos, they kick down the door. They're like, Thanos, we're here to whatever. It turns out Thanos beating his meat with a Thanos glove. And then, then <laughs> he's like, this is not reality. <laughs> using the power stone. And then. And he's just using all the stones at once to beat his meat. And then and also simultaneously slow it down. He's got the he reality stone, which is like giving him PSVR vision. Yeah. And that, then, dude's um, in, that dude's using AR, using the reality stone. Augmented reality stone. He's, uh, he's able to look at all porn simultaneously throughout every universe and every oh, timeline. That dude got um that dude what's what's the name of that porn star? Um You know, that one. Uh, the, one the one with the like penis the famous or the one. vagina. Yeah, you know. Mia, Mia, he, has, he has like Mia Khalifa, like like the, the augmented reality versions. Um, and then and then anyway, they kick down the door and then they're like, oh my God, what are you doing? And then he's like, wait, let me explain my plan. Why I did it. And then he explains it. And then Captain America's like, well, why don't we just think about both sides? And then that's the end. Captain America's a centrist. Who do we think dies in this movie? Uh, Cap- Everyone. Iron Man. Iron Man is done, right? If you're above the age of 35 and you're in this movie, you're dead. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty much actually. what it is. Like, if you're Tony, you're dead. You're no. I don't I mean, think. I don't think Gamora's yeah, back. A cucumber sandwich is. Still I think alive. Gamora's gonna stay. Well, down. we know there's a Guardians three, right? Yeah, but I don't think like, he's that Gamora. I think that I think Gamora will be replaced with Valkyrie. Mm, Ooh, that makes sense yeah. actually. I think Valkyrie's gonna be in this movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Let me think. So Tony's dead. Cap is dead. Uh, Thor is. I can honestly see every single person who had a first, like the first five movies be dead. I think Thor is alive because Thor Ragnarok, I think re- revive, like yeah. revive that whole thing. I think they could, yeah. I think they could do that again. I think there's potential like, there. So, so there's a scene. Okay. Well, hear me out. So there's a scene in the flash where the flash uses like, I promise there's a connection uses his electricity powers and then defeats this big bad. And then like, there's like electricity ghosts all around the city. I can see it be a thing where like he's dead, but because he's like a god, he's like revived or like he's um like he's a god. He's immortal. He can come back as somebody else or whatever. And then they have some other random white person play Thor um, or like they CGI him to make him look 20 years younger and make him be like Thor again or something like that. Um, I can see Hulk dying. I, I literally every person from the first phase. Um, I can see them being dead. What do you think mm. that they replay? Because the theory is they go to the quantum realm, they replay events. And like there was that yes. whole thing where. Uh, Ant-Man wasn't in the original Avengers, but there's like, yeah, a and there's like the leaked screen or the leaked set photo of him. So do we think the like Avengers? they're going through and like fighting all these battles again? I think it's, but to, but to do what? I think it's them searching for what I think is, I think it's them searching for the right moment in time and trying to figure out how time travel works. And I think, I think they're trying to use it to get back to the whole, um, or the to stop, fight. stop Thanos from getting all the infinity stones. Um, but I think it, I think through that like Ant Man is gonna mess around and be like oh snap I got he's gonna like bounce around to all, like big important moments of the MCU on accident and be like oh snap I'm at the Battle of New York oh snap here's uh, Aldrich Killian and, and and Whiplash from Iron Man two oh, oh so- it was like it was like isn't that the actor from the the really skinny Irish dude or whatever yeah. who plays the Scarecrow <laughs> wait is his name not Aldrich Killian in the movie is is that the actor's name. I'm pretty sure that's like an actor from a completely different movie who's not even in that movie. He's like teleporting back and forth or like time traveling back and forth. Uh, I think he's Toby Maguire. He's like Toby. <laughs> yeah, he's like Toby's not you. Because it'd be a total dredge if it was just like, well, here we go. We're doing it all again. Yeah, yeah they're not gonna but do like, that. I get. Yeah, I get the time travel part of it, but my whole thing is is that like, 
Do, where like where does that go? All right, they time travel back in time to figure out that Grimace was really powerful the whole fucking time. Well, I think they so, like they go back and they like try to figure out like all the places that went wrong in Infinity War. Because mm-hmm. watching rewatching on my nineteenth rewatch of Infinity War this week, uh, nice. I, I started to notice that like hey, like they messed up a lot in this movie. Like this is all their yeah. fault. Like every single po- like on every level, this is their their uh, their fault. So if, if they can go back and be like, yo, we got to fix like this, this, and this. Uh, Cap and Tony are going to be united as opposed to like being like uh, bickering and fighting all this stuff. Doctor Strange and Iron Man need to get along. Uh, uh, Peter Quill not to be not needs to not be an idiot. Um, and like and like they had to, their whole plan with Vision, all that stuff. They can if they can get all that stuff together uh, and, and execute. Uh, I think that might be the thing where they where they're like, okay, cool, let's do this over again and do it right. Oh, okay. Hear me out. They go back in time. They try and do all this timey wimey bullshit, but they don't show you all the times they've gone back in time. Then they go back to the moment where he snapped and he's like, don't you see you can go back in time a hundred times. Nothing would work. And then like Ant Man or whomever the fuck is like, who said we went back in time? We went to different dimensions and he tries to snap and then nothing happens because all the stones that he has are replaced with fake stones. So he snaps and then he has no powers because they've taken the stones that he had originally and replaced them a la like uh oceans 11 or whatever they oh, replace yeah. the real diamonds with fake ones he just has like a, a stone but it's just a rock it's just a regular it's rock. like just like rock candy he like closes it's his like fist it's like, he's Cuba, like he's like cubic zirconium he's like what <laughs> i got this from coles i thought it was authentic that's the only way that's that's the only way where i feel like it would actually be um satisfying where it's like very much the anime thing where he's like you won i know that what you did i know your plan and then they're like all like really beat up and shit they're like but did you and then he looks at his glove and like the glove like turns green or whatever because all the diamonds are fake or whatever <laughs> that's the only I, it needs to be anime it needs to be an anime i think anime. it will be with ant-man in some way it'll be like at ant-man in the ass he's like, yeah, I, was just saying, I was like and, he's, and then batman goes or not batman what the fuck what was the white guy with with the no powers tony iron man um, <laughs> tony goes he's like he's like pucker up grimace and then he's like what and then paul rudd's like i'm getting bigger <laughs> and then he just opens up his like, oh, burrito. And, it's Bazinga. not the burrito fractured but whole um cool well we got like five minutes left so let's speed through some questions y'all so yeah, so we have five minutes. So let's just like re re go back to that whole um, Thanos masturbating with a joke, and then just really flesh out that scene. Yeah, because I feel like I, d- I do feel like I didn't like that didn't reach its full potential. Hey, you, know, you see what I did? What are what are the stones? <laughs> There's the soul stone. Um, All right, ooh, actually, you're, 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 you're like finish, and then your soul leaves your body like in um, <laughs> Doctor Strange, he's like looking at himself. He's like, whoa, shit! <laughs> Yo, that nuts wild. Zachary yeah. Davis asks. With Square Enix taking the prime press conference slot at E3, it might finally be time to get some real details on Avengers Endgame. Which three characters would each of you want most to be playable at release? So Avengers game, Square Enix, who do you want to be playable? Uh, Iron Man, for sure. That sounds like yeah. fun. Iron Man. I would say Spider-Man, but we have a Spider-Man game, so it's not as yeah. necessary. Mm-hmm. Hulk? Um... We've already had the Hulk Ultimate Description games. You can't get any better. You're right. Hmm. There is one answer, and it is the right answer. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Wolverine. Hmm. He bring in like the people. I don't know if they have that license. Bring in. Yeah, I, say, I don't know if they're allowed. <laughs> be, yeah, say that again. I don't know if they can do that legally. I, I thought it was just the film, right? I don't. I don't know. Oh, actually, no. Maybe you are all right with that one. Actually, 
Oh yeah, because they have the Ultimate Alliance movies. So yeah, or Ultimate Alliance yeah. games, and those are all good. So yeah, maybe, actually, maybe but you're did right. Did we really think about Wolverine as an Avenger in this day and age? Well, you see, I actually read the comics in the 1990s. So like, he I know, was one like, of I the know first Avengers. I know he is in the comics, but you know, if you ask the kid right now, like, who's your favorite Avenger? None of them are gonna be like, oh yeah, Logan. They're like Bumblebee. <laughs> I was asked uh, who I was on the. To be she's playable. in the West Coast Avengers, and my answer is the answer. Thor is Wolverine. Does that hammer seem like yeah. it could be? Because here's the thing with Thor, you can get like God of War mechanics in there and like do like the whole yeah. thing that he did with his axe. So I'll give you Alex's answer, but one that we actually could use. The strength of the Black Panther Ooh. will be playable in the Black game. Panther that, that hack and a, slash. Yeah. That'd be that. great. Yeah, just really fast. Does like little meow, like pause. Yeah. Meow, yeah. yeah. That satisfies my thirst. And the Black Panther already looks like a video that, game, so that satisfies my thirst. <laughs> I never freeze. Okay, no. Um, I want that. I want that. Accent. So we got we got bad. Thor, we got Black Panther, and we got Iron Man. I never freeze. You know, yeah. Scarlet Witch would be dope. I'd be like, oh, would though. she though? I mean, she Thor, like Thor's red God. orbs of some. She would play like um. She would but, play but like the like, emo like, dude in Devil May Cry Five. You mean V? Yeah, she would play like V. V. Um, well, the thing is about Thor is that he's a god in name only because they even say in Thor's movies that like he's not actually a god. He's like just an he's alien, just essentially. Yeah, like I said, like in his world, he's just a yeah, dude. they're just aliens. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Those Ooh. are the three then. Scarlet Witch no, DLC. It. I can dig it. Hawkeye actually sounds like he'd be Ugh. seems like he could be cool. I love arrows in games, though. I can't stand Hawkeye, though. Really? In this I don't like Jeremy Ronan. I'm not a big. He's gonna Jeremy be all Rainer cool. Fan. I love Jeremy. I actually love is a strong word. I I once can he, repl- enjoy when he replaced Rainer. Matt Damon in the Bourne series. I was like, I, did you did you see him in, in Mission Impossible though? Rogue Nation and Ghost Protocol. No, he was pretty good there. Hmm. He was pretty good. What's the next question, Alex? The next question. Ryan Othman asks, "When are you seeing Endgame?" We are uh, <laughs> soon. <laughs> We are seeing as soon as this podcast game. is over. Uh, I'm seeing it on Friday at 7 p.m. So I seeing it next while week. we were podcasting, I went ahead and muted a bunch of words on Twitter for 24 hours so that hopefully I don't get spoiled. So I talked a lot of trash on uh, Peter Quill, and so I am not opening Twitter until after I see this movie <laughs> because people are out. People are after me right now. I muted uh, the word Quill because I just didn't want to see the responses to your tweet anymore. Man, because I, I hate Shakespearean writing. A lot of people. Apparently love Peter Quill. I like him enough. I actually he was one of my favorite characters, and then he was like a dickhead in Infinity War, and I was like, mm, "You've fallen in my in my." Yeah, eyes. I, n- I was never that into Peter Quill like to begin with. I like the other Guardians. I probably I just more so like Guardians of the Galaxy a lot. Yeah, like I like Batista. I like uh, I think Amuro's uh, my, Rocket my Raccoon favorite Guardian. Is probably, like, Batista. My, <laughs> Batista is my favorite superhero. I like Rocket Raccoon a lot, but I just like the vibe that Peter brings. But it's kind of like now the whole Guardians bring it. Like I think I just don't like dumb characters. Okay. Because like, yeah, I think that might be because he's he's dumb, right? Like that's that's his thing. Yeah, he's yeah. dumb. Yeah, he's not smart. He's dumb, um, but he's like careless. He's he's, he's dumb and careless. He's so not that, even. Like, he like is like brave too in some senses. Like yeah, but he but gets brave, it. He gets brave, the bravery like, from his smart. ignorance, kind of. Brave dumb never really not your thing resonated with me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we talked about this on Twitter a little bit is that like his whole power is that he is like a white dude and then everyone else behind him is like, I'm actually doing all the work. And he's like, 
I'm carrying this team. And then you're like, ha ha. And you're like, wait, is this a metaphor? And then like you think about it too long and you get really sad. Yeah. When you said that in the, in the DMs, I like how to think about it. I was like, where does, where does Ian find these ideas? <laughs> and like maybe you make me recontextualize how I watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Now when I watch, whenever I watch Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm going to be thinking about it in a racial context. Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is probably like top three easily for me of the MCU. It's my Very top good. 10. There's, there's only like 20 something. Yeah. It's like probably but, it w- at one point it was my favorite MCU movie. It might still be. I have to think about it. Probably not after infinity to war, but um, it, yeah. Yeah. End game. I, ho- I hope they like over. redeem Peter in some way or like he like acknowledges his, his poopiness or, or he gets a hundred times worse. One of the two I hope he dies. I'll be never coming back. I'll Peter Quill is just done. Okay. He won't be. He'll be back, but I hope he's done. Jared Shue asks if you could add any guest character into Mortal Kombat, who would you put into the game? I'd want Voldemort. That's actually Ruth a great pick. Bader. That's a very good pick. Berg. Who? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Who's that? Who's that? I think she's a famous uh, female judge. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ian is also um, like Judge Judy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Ian is also high. Doctor uh, Phil, Shaggy. Now come on, now come on. Yeah, now. Shaggy's the real answer. Shaggy, is, yeah. Oh, are we talking Ultra Instinct Shaggy, or are we talking base form? Uh, Ultra Instinct for sure. What? Or okay. both? I think wow. you get both both forms in there. Okay, okay. Yeah. DLC. They're cool, both gonna cool, be overpowered cool, cool, cool. anyway. I'm gonna but. say uh, Neji from the Naruto. That sounds- oh, fuck off! I was gonna say Naruto. Uh, I was like, does Naruto count? But Neji is okay. Neji is my pick. Or Childish Gambino, not Donald Glover. That's why I won in Mortal Kombat X or 11. So hear me out. The Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now hear me out. He has three forms. Father, Son, and Holy the joke Spirit. joke is over because I don't want to do the forms that I had in my head because they were all bad. <laughs> the Father, but the like, Son, and the Holy can, Spirit? <laughs> whoa, okay, there you go. Boom. Or the God, the Son, and the, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is obviously the range form. God, I need to read the, the God, Acts again. The, Jesus is uh, the grappler, and then um, obviously God is uh, the melee fighter. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And his health bar just You're stays welcome. at 100. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> um, Eli responded, The Rock. Oh, yeah. The, Eli responded to Jared's. The Rock. All his special moves are references to his movies. Rock Bottom through People's Ridge Cage as an X-ray. All right, you lost me. Fatality is him he bringing out like, a I home mean, gym and just crushing dudes with weights. He could be a Johnny Cage kind of character. I could see it. I think The Rock would actually Ooh, fit pretty well. Like a DLC costume pack, but it's just The Rock doing all the VO and, yeah. and the face. Who is going to be that'd actually pretty cool as The Rock Bottom? Who's like the first I love Rock's celebrity rock that's going to be saying. featured in a I love Rock's game. Bottom. Shaquille O'Neal. Ice tea. I guess Shaquille O'Neal is Shaq Fu. That's not a fighting game. That's a 2D brawler, I believe. All no, right, it's a, baby, it's Shaq Fu is a fighting game. Are you sure? The, yeah, the yeah, new one is. is a brawler, but the original Shaq Fu Old for one. Genesis is a fighting game. Is it really? It's, yeah, they had that game at my church. <laughs> Actually, you know, you, know the, you know in Injustice, I don't know if they do this in MK, where like the characters come from other sides of the screen and they talk shit to each other. Like Baraka comes off and he's like, Bruh! and then Shaq's like, all right, baby, let's do it. And then he like eats the the chicken wing from the hot ones thing. And then he gets powered up. Wasn't it was the original Shaq Fu formatted like a brawler, though, where you could move up and down the axis on the screen? Yes. OK, yeah. that's where yeah, I, it was weird. It's very, like it was, an awful fighting game. <laughs> it's, it was Jack for Shaq Fu. My prob is probably one of the worst games I've ever played in my, in my life. Worst fighting game for sure. I've ever played. I'm excited for Shaq Fu Legend Reborn. I mean, though. I did play Cosmic Carnage. Although apparently that came out uh, last year, June 2018. So. The Genesis had a lot of bad fighting games, is what I'll say. Mm. 
There's Shaq Fu. There's Cosmic Carnage. Um, Shaq Fu Legend Reborn got a seven out of ten from the Nintendo Life Switch version. Ooh, who reviewed it? Was it uh, was it um, Steven? Uh, it was uh, somebody I've never heard of, Goncalo Lopez. I don't trust him. <laughs> also, I don't know why I call him Steven. I mean Steve. But yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's show. Blessing has to get to his showing for Avengers um, in game. And if you want to talk to us this week, you can talk to me on Twitter at it's Van Aiken. You can talk to Blessing at Blessing Jr. Talk to Ian at Ian Why Not. And of course, Brandon and Moises aren't here this week. You can talk to them at Rebel Red Six and at Platano Ranger. And of course, keep up with the content in an easy way by following us at OK Beast Now. And of course, uh, review us on iTunes if you so choose to do, and you will be rewarded. Actually, you're, you're not going to be rewarded, but you will be rewarded. Yeah, <laughs> Sound like the therapist from Katana Zero. We'll, like. we'll shout you out. We'll shout you out. Um, and then lastly, if you want to support us, patreon.com is the place to go. Patreon.com slash OKBeast. Um, check out all that fun stuff. And that's going to do it this week. Guys, say goodbye to the people. Bye. All right, so Thanos has his thumb around the bottom and right, and then he's got all the stones on there. Yeah.